0: Thank you for tuning in to the Medic Church Podcast. Today, we're excited to continue our different series. Today's message is entitled, Different Values in an Unholy Culture. We're going to learn how the world's going to tell us that we need to fit in, but God's desire for us to stand out and be different from everyone else. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast starting right Now. We're going to be continuing our different series. Man, last week we honored our moms and talked about how moms were different, how Rebecca, you know, took uh, and they had the man come by and she, the man asked her some water and she went the extra mile not only to give that man some water, but she gave the camels some water as well. And, you know, we talked about camels drank about 45 uh, gallons of water. And so, man, she made a lot of trips down to the well and, and getting the water and taking it back to them. But today we're going to continue this series. Uh, difference and I'm ready to dive into this and today's sermon is titled different values in an unholy culture different values in an unholy culture see uh the week one that we've done this we talked about how Peter was writing to the persecutors of Christians and as you guys know or you may not know I don't know if you followed the news or not but right now uh, as we're speaking Israel is under attack and they've been bombed for the last several days and uh, I mean Israel is the chosen nation of God and and what's ironic is you know uh, and, and I was reading this cool thing I guess it was by their government leader and he was saying everybody that's ever has attacked us we've overcome it we stood strong because they're god's people and so i truly believe right now christians in that area are being prosecuted and and we learned how you know in the writings here in peter that they i believe he was talking about the later on things that christians were going to face and how we can uh face those different things because we learned how, you know, they burnt, the, you know, the, the 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 big leader there, like the governor, the big uh, the big macho guy. He burnt uh, the big city, in Rome there, and he blamed the Christians for it. They were blaming all the Christians. Don't that stink? Get blamed for something you didn't do. Siblings here. Anybody's got a sibling? Now you only childs. You know, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever dealt with this, but how many of you siblings have ever been blamed for something your brother or sister done? Me too! Me too! Right? Andrew? You? She didn't raise her hand, that's why I was asking. <laughs> and so, and so, but anyway, 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 so, uh, <laughs> but there's a lot of times that we got, we, I've been blamed for stuff I didn't do. I, and I'm sure, like you guys, you've been blamed for stuff. And so, and so what happened was, is that, you know, the, 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 and they mean, they were, the Christians were already hated in this point in time. And, and then they it's like, man, this guy's like, uh huh, listen guys. We're gonna go over here. We're gonna burn the Roman Empire over here, and then we're gonna blame the Christians on it. It's gonna be fun. That's what they were doing. And so we learned that in the first week, and again last week we took time to honor our moms and how they're really different and they're special, and um, and it's really really awesome that we have moms. And um, and you know if you don't have kids and uh, you can be a spiritual mom, you can be moms to animals, which is really cool. You guys are awesome. I pick on my mother in law all the time. I'm like. know your kids are grown you got puppies at home now that are your favorite kids (laughs) so but we learned how this world that we live in is not our own the world that we're we're living in is not our home we don't this is is a temporary location that we're just hanging out in and so and and i want you guys to know that the world is going to tell us that we have to be one way we have to be one way. We have to look a certain way. We have to be a certain way. I mean, you look on, uh, you know, any type of media for any length of time, they tell you, hey, you have to look this way. And, and you know, I don't know about guys so much because I don't really follow updated culture, but I know women and girls, they, they have these role models out now that, that, that man, it just disgusts me to know that, you know, my my daughters are trying to look at some of these people. And they're pushing their, you know, these different things and they're saying, hey, you have to look this way. You have to dress this way. And I, I don't know about you guys and I, I don't remember, uh, uh, the particular, um thing that was going on or what show it was, but it was these women and they were doing this ungodly dance and, 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 um, dressed, I mean, very, very provocative. And these are what girls are looking up to today. And it just broke my heart. And I told, you know, I was watching something and, um, uh, and again, getting, not to get into government political stuff, but, but I was watching this particular lady on, uh, Facebook. She was doing an interview and, you know, she was talking and she seemed like to be a God-fearing lady. And Lily's like, Daddy, who you talk, who is that? I said, Lily, this right here is a good role model for you. Somebody that you can follow, right as somebody that has good morals and, and, and lives a life that is different from everybody else. She's like, Daddy, that's cool. <laughs> because the world's here. It's not our home. Our goal is to get to heaven. I tell you guys that all the time. Our goal is to get to heaven. Now, I like having a good time here on earth. We went to wrestling again last night. <laughs> Y'all should have been there. It was so much fun. Y'all do tell you what I got to do? I conned the man and let me ring the bell. <laughs> it was so cool. It was so awesome. I I don't think y'all understand how cool it was to ring the bell for the match. If you get to do that, that's the coolest thing ever. My next goal was to get the microphone from them. I almost had it. (laughs) Almost. Almost. But we're called to be different. We're called to be different from this world. And, you know, I'm not saying that I want to go out here and meet Jesus today. If it happens, praise God, I'll be on the other side waiting on you guys. But but I want to spend some time and watch my girls grow up. But this world is not my home. First Peter one thirteen and through sixteen it says, "Therefore we mind that we therefore with minds that are alert and fully sober, set your hopes on the grace to be brought to your to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at His coming." Verse fourteen, as obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had once you lived in ignorance. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it's written, "Be holy, because I am holy." Now, how many of you ever done something dumb, something stupid, and you, and you, how many have done some ignorant stuff? I remember one time my daddy said, "Well, that was just right out stupid and ignorant." Now, wasn't it? <laughs> I was like, oh, and then he and he knocked me down. <laughs> but but it tells us right here in the scripture. We we have to be, in a sense, different. Don't be like the old you. And that's why Christianity gets a big rep and gets a big thing. And, and they're like, oh, you can't never be different because I remember how you once were. I remember what it was like when you didn't go to church. I remember how you used to be. How you, how you, what? No, that can't be. Now, my daddy's here, and I'm going to pick on him a little bit because I can. I've done it whether he's here or not. <laughs> I'm so glad. They're coming back. they finally moving them back to the, this area. I'm, per, I'm super excited about it. So uh <laughs> now I get to pick on him even more. But um, but I remember a time when my daddy wasn't in church. I was very young, and, and I remember how he was. And I remember the guy and in the, in the father that he was before church. And I remember how he acted and what he did. But I also remember what it was like when he started going to church and how God transformed his life. And, you know, I know that, uh, that you know, I I had a pretty good childhood growing up. I had a decent childhood. I didn't get everything I wanted, but I got the things that I needed. And he taught me good lessons and values and said, hey, listen, if you want something, you got to work hard for it. That was what his nutshell was. He said, you one time can kill you, and that just stuck with me. But I've done some st- stupid things throughout my life, and, and and you know, being able to to be different from this world. But it says in the scripture, to be an obedient child. Now, how many of y'all always listen to your mama and daddy? <laughs> Anybody want to lie in church? Now, I didn't know. I always listen to my daddy. I remember one time, and I'll tell you, he's sitting here, he knows this. But but I I used to like, and you know, I I like the band Corn. And I loved them and I loved like, man, that hardcore, that metal, them drums and the guitars. And I was like, I was like, man, that was me. I was ready to rock it out. And he told me, man, he said, hey, you ain't listening to that junk in my house. So you know what I did <laughs> when he wasn't looking? I'd go in there and I'd type in youtube.com click, and I'd go in there and I'd type corn coming undone. Boop. <laughs> You know what he be doing? I'm in mean, there, I'm coming undone. <laughs> he'd walk by and I'm like, I'm not coming undone. I'm turning that down undone. <laughs> he'd like, always just listen to, Jesus, I'm coming undone. <laughs> I made it into a Jesus tone so he didn't get mad at me. But I was disobedient. And I was like that child and I was like, oh snap. But he taught me good values. He taught me how to be that, that, that person that was the same behind closed doors. Now I fell. I made mistakes, but he taught me, and I learned at a young age that that it's better to tell the truth than it was to lie. And and I learned this, and 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 I learned how to be obedient. And that's why you know I, I truly believe that if we can get our children to obey us as leaders in the home, then we wouldn't have the mess and disasters we got going on in society today. And I pray for our country, and I pray for our leaders, and I pray for our families. But for many of us, some of the greatest obstacles that we're going to face as Christians is to fit in. The desire to fit in. When you agree, man, my friends are going out. They're going to watch that movie. And I really want to go. I really want to go. I told you guys, was it the last week or two weeks ago? I had people trying their best. Trying to get, we're going to get the preacher to go to these parties. I knew what they were doing at the parties. I knew what was happening at the parties. But I was like, man, and I told myself, not even question God, I said, God, I just want to fit in. I just want to go to these things. I want to be, I want to be one of the cool kids. I want to hang out. I want to be with, I want to fit in with them. But he kept telling me, You got you're different. You gotta be different. Can't fit into these people. Why can't you fit in? Now, now, I'm the type of person. I don't shun you out. I don't treat you any different. If you're different than me, hey, that's cool. I'm still going to wrap my arms around you and love on you. How, how can and I got people that'll tell you this information. I'm not going to treat you any different because I understand we're all different. We got different areas that we believe different things, in and that's cool. But I had a guy one time. He walked in and he was he was being him, and then he and then he found out he's like, and some guy goes, "Man, so where do you where do you?" At that time I was you pastor. So where do you, Pastor at? And this guy's like, he's like, ah. Oh. He come back and he talked to me. He's like, man, he said, he said, man, if I'd known I wouldn't have talked like that. Or I wouldn't have been like that. And I wouldn't act like that. I said, man. I said, you're you. I said, but I'm gonna preach a louder message by saying, Hey, I'm gonna let you be you and not treat you different and love on you just like Christ would, because you know, we would need to love those people. I'm going to preach a louder message than I ever would say. Hey, man, you're what you're doing you're wrong. You need to stop doing that and shove God down their throat. That's not me. But I can show them the same love that God shows us. And you know what? And by, by and I, I don't know if it's coincidental, but he come up to me about six months later. He says, hey, man, because you treated me the way you treat me. I've been going to church. I've been trying to get my life right. Nothing I did. All I did was do me. And why am I sharing that with you? It's because we need to have the desire not to fit in with those people. I could have went in there, and I could have been like, yeah, man, this is, <laughs> this is how we are, man, and, and, and followed the suit. But they know I'm different. When I walk in, there's somebody all the time, something's different about you. Something's different about you. What is it? I said, you just don't know me. I'm Michael Williamson. And <laughs> there's only one of me, and God's like, he got a sense of humor. He could kill me a long time ago, but he kept me around to have somebody laugh at it. Somebody told me that during the interview. But don't don't try to create yourself to fit in with people. Set yourself up to stand out from others. Do you hear me? Don't try to create yourself to to fit in with certain people. But create an atmosphere where where people can go to you and say, Hey, there's something different about you. What is it? I want what you got. You're happy. You're excited. You're pumped up. What is something wrong with you? What is it? I'm like, I got Jesus. See, see, God never told us to blend in. He didn't say blend in. He said, set yourself apart and be different. Be different. So now I'm going to tell you, it's normal. It's normal for us to be broken, hurting, having stress in our life, have been divorced. People's had affairs. People's had anxiety. People spend broke, and their finances are struggling. Those things are okay. Those things are normal. That's normal society that we live in. By chance, 50% of marriages are going to fail. I think that number has increased, but the last time I looked at it, 50% of marriages are going to fail by divorce. Those things are different. Those things are normal, and God doesn't not love you for those things. God still loves you. You're not what we call damaged goods because you're good to God. God loves you just for who you are. And he's going to say, hey, I'm going to wrap my arms around you and I'm going to take you and I'm going to restore the brokenness in your heart. It's just like here at Medic Church. (laughs) We're going to take and we're going to say, hey, our doors are open. No matter what background you come from, we're going to wrap our arms around you and love on you and bring you into the house of God and let God restore the brokenness and the bad things that have happened in your life. I don't have no special powers and don't claim to have special powers, but I know that God can restore those brokenness and make us whole again. Jesus said that the road is bare. I mean, the road, <laughs> Jesus said, wide is the road and broad is the path. So I don't know about y'all, but the devil all the time tries to get us distracted. We went to a graduation party yesterday and, and the girl finished up nursing school and it's such a big honor. And, and I told her, I said, if I can give you any advice, any advice at all, always pray and keep God first in your life. I said, God loves you. You may make mistakes, but he's going to be right there with you. I said, if you got a big decision you need to make, pray about it. Seek after God. I said, don't conform to these things of the world because the devil's going to try to get in our minds and distract us. From his purpose, small gate, narrow road, small gates and narrow roads. I don't know about y'all, but I got a I got a seven foot trailer, I think, and then my house, <laughs> and I park it down at my barn, so I don't have it in my driveway. And when I had to back this thing in or pull it in, there's a narrow gate I have to go through. It's one of these things that that I, I if I mess up, I'm gonna tear something up. I'm gonna tear the trailer up. I'm gonna tear my truck up. I'm gonna tear the gate down. It's bad. So I get it in the gate, and then where I gotta put it, it's the same way. The little shed I got down there, it's the, it y'all just don't understand. The last time I put it down there, I about broke everything. And then I had to fix it. And so it was bad. And but but the smallest the gate, narrowest the road. So when the world's telling you, hey, come this way, come to these parties, come to these things, you're gonna hey, you're gonna fit into the crowd and, and the devil's gonna try to get you distracted. Just remember. Those gates and those roads, man, now that road looks fun. That road looks exciting. I have plenty of time. I can get there. Now is not the time to be playing around with God. I truly believe the revelation and the things and the prophecies in the Bible of the end time are playing out right before our eyes. Why am I telling you? Because I truly believe we're getting ready to see the second coming of Christ. And I want you guys to to know that, that, that the devil's going to try to distract us. He's got all these distractions going on all around us and saying, hey, this is good for you, but in reality, you know it's bad. And it talks about that in the end time. We talked about this a little bit on Friday night during PhD, and it says, you know, I talked about how the world's going to tell you the good is bad and bad is good. And the devil's going to constantly try to get in our minds. But I'm going to give you guys some encouragement today. Be different. Find you five friends that are different that you can pray with. That you can call on, hey, I'm dealing with this. I, I'm struggling with this. Hey, can you help me? Can you pray with me? Begin to pray, 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 pray. And we learned that, the power of prayer. In the last series, I encourage you, if you missed it, go back and watch it. Because there's power in prayer. Now, if you come to me and you're like, man... <laughs> I'm just right out perfect. I don't deal with nothing. I don't have no struggles. I don't have anything. I God set me different. I'm different from everybody else. And I'm just I'm perfect. And this message ain't for you. And this is gonna be your last service. And I just I don't know what to tell you. But see, I can assure you that you're not perfect. The last perfect man that walked this earth, they crucified him on the cross, and he died for us. But see we have to be different when you call on those five friends don't treat it like a gossip group treat it like a, a true god circle that we can have the power of prayer to come through it and touch the brokenness in our lives now when i tell you, you have to be different you have to be different you have to truly go from your old ways If you used to say bad words you can't be saying bad words down in your basement hit your foot oh jesus take the wheel and you know you say uh, other words and and but you can't you can't be saying the bad words in your basement now you can't be doing the things that you used to do. You can't say that, hey, I was left this way, now I'm this way. And then you go back and now I'm still this way. And you can't keep going back and forth. The Bible tells us that the devil, that God will spit the lukewarmness out of his mouth. You can't be on both sides. You're either on fire for God or you're cold for God. There ain't no way in the middle. He so said he'll spew you out of his mouth. See, you have to have the ability to stop doing what you're doing. You have to have the ability to say, I'm not doing it anymore. And God can help you do these things. Some people think that they can't stop doing these things. I can't stop it. I have to have it. I have to have these desires. I have to meet these things. And if that's the case, start praying to God and say, God, take these desires out of my heart. Take these desires out of my life. See, some people, you know, they look different on the outside. They started coming to church, and and they changed the way they looked, and they started putting, you know, um, gel in their hair and tucking their shirt in. But the inside wasn't changed. Insides wasn't changed. Yeah, I can change these outsides. I'm like, man, they looking good. They look good. If I take my car and I run it through the mud, and then I take it and I get it detailed, man, it's going to look good on the outside. But if I don't take the time to clean the inside up, if I don't take time to clean up the motor, it don't matter what the outside looks like. The engine's gonna keep clacking and it's gonna end up failing and messing up. I watched this video one time and they were talking about being different. They were two, they were, uh, it was, it's called the skit guys and, and the guys were, uh, you know, they do different skits and they had, both of them were up there and they were acting like teenagers. And and they were talking back and forth, and they were talking about different things. And and, and the boy goes, hey, I want to go do this. I want to go watch a movie. And the dude's like, oh, what day is it on? It's on Sunday. He goes, oh, man. He said, I can't go on Sunday. I got to go to church. He's like, church? He said, what is that? Why are you going to church? He said, tell me a Bible verse. And the guy goes, well, uh," and he kind of stumbled up in this particular video, and he says, well, John 3.16. He said, no, everybody knows John 3.16. Give me something else. And the guy is like, man, I don't know. I'd have to look. And the the one uh, guy goes and says, you know the difference between me and you? He said, from the most people looking at us, he said, you get up early on Sunday mornings. And what's so significant about that is when people are looking at our lives, I want you to examine your life. Is if you put your you and somebody you know that lives a totally different lifestyle than you do, if somebody put you side by side, would they know the difference between the two of you, or would it be just you getting up to coming to church early on a Sunday morning? See, we have to change our life. We have to change us inside and out. I can change the outer experience, but I can't change the inner experience. And it tells us again in First Peter, it says. You know, as an obedient child, do not conform to the evil desires you had once you live in ignorance. See, don't be, those things? Those bad things that you used to do. Don't do not have those desires. Get rid of them. And it tells us in verse 15. It says, "But just as he called you is holy." He's talking about God here. God's holy. You need to be holy in everything you do. If it looks bad, if it's like uh, I don't think I should do that, don't do it. Don't try to fit into these things of this world. See, people have it have a lot of things wrong and they believe that, that God wants us to be happy. And I, I want you to, to know I think God likes when we're happy. I think God loves it when we're happy and we're joyful. Who knows when it's when things are going good, man? I'm excited. I'll tip big. I'll go out and I'll buy the sixty inch rims from my car. I'll put the ninety three gas in there because they didn't have no eighty seven. <laughs> I mean, it's, when things are going good, man, it's awesome. I can go on them trips. I can live it up. I can go eat steak and shrimp and lobster. Sushi. But when it's not going good, I'm gonna go over here. I gotta eat all dollar menu. I'm not happy with it. <laughs> but see, so many people wrongly believe God's highest calling in their life is to be happy. No, that's not the case. God's highest calling for you is not happiness, it's holiness. Holiness. Holiness, now hear me. Happiness is good and it's good to be happy. And I'm glad that, that happiness comes my way. But I also know when bad things come my way, just like we learned a couple weeks ago, when bad things come in our life and bad things happen, God puts us through trials and tribulations that we need to stand firm in our faith because God doesn't, I mean, he, I, I think, yes, his happiness is good and he likes us to be happy, but that's not the highest calling for our life. That's why so many people when they get they tell me, man, I'm not going back to church. I'm mad at God. He should have saved this person. He didn't. They went on. My mom was sick and she died. He I'm not going back to church. She I was first this this I will tell you guys this. This truly happened. It's truly happened. I'll tell you because I don't want know their names. We went to a church one time, it was prophesied that this man, that he was gonna live, that he was, the sickness, the cancer that he had, that the man was gonna be healed, he was gonna be the next Lazarus to walk through the doors, and, and God was gonna touch the, the, his, his life. It's prophesied. And this man and his father end up passing away, and the people and the family got upset. And then and, and they got mad and they said, I'm not going back to church. And they said, I'm, listen, the things that this man, he prophesied, this was supposed to be God's prophecy, and it didn't happen. Right, but see, God, and, and they got so upset, they said, I'm not going back. They were mad. They were angry at God. See, God's highest calling for our life is not happiness, it's to be holy. See, our reward isn't here, it's in heaven. We got to get to heaven. When things happen in our life that we don't understand, we don't agree with, why the bad things happen to good people, I don't know, but God's preparing you for your biggest blessing yet. Just keep striving, keep holding on. If you die from this world and you pass on, your reward reward wasn't here. It was in heaven. I hope none of you passed away, and I don't wish any death or sickness on anybody, but I just want you guys to understand when things happen in this life, give it to God and stay holy. Stay holy. Stay holy. See, and people feel I'm, I'm gonna try to hurry. Uh, some people feel that that you know when they're not happy, I'm not happy in my marriage. So I'm just gonna leave instead of working on things and getting things right back in their life. They're saying I'm gonna take the easy route. I'm gonna cut out. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna simply leave when things don't. Happen the way i think they should i can't i can't afford that i'm not gonna i god why can't i pay for my lights? why can't i pay for my water bill i can't pay for my insurance to drive my car back and forth to work god why do these things happen i'm just giving up and people do this constantly they go on all these dates looking for mr perfect or mrs perfect and they're wondering why they can't figure out uh, things that are going on in their life. And they're wondering why they're such a mess because they're looking for love in all the wrong places. They're trying to find that fulfillment in their heart. They're trying to fill that gap when God's saying, hey, wait, wait. Some people just need to learn just to have a little bit of patience. Patience. Today, I want to encourage you to have some patience. See, when we believe that God wants us to uh, to have happiness above everything else, Discomfort, delay, risk, and suffering can't be God's will. God, this can't be your will. This can't be what you had in store for my life. This can't be the path that I should have been on. I didn't think things in my life were the way they should have been. I thought my life was set up the way it should have been. A few years ago, when I took a full-time job doing my dream job, I thought I was set up for life. And God said, I'm getting ready to shake things up and put you in some discomfort. But see It wasn't the happiness I thought. But look at us now because we embraced it. And we took God's holiness and we held on and we kept our faith. I want to encourage you that, that, you know, these things that that we have, and see a lot of people take, you know, their money, the things that make us pleasures, and turn them into false gods. They worship those things more than they do God. Now I'll tell you guys that I I love money. <laughs> I love spending money and I, cause I like nice things. But if I didn't have money, if I'd come and then if I lost all my money today, I'm going to keep serving God because that's what's important to me. Because I don't want to make money or items of God in my life. Those false gods. I don't want to serve those things more than I serve God because God's my gold. God is my gold. I'm going to close with this. Parents, I want to encourage you, not just parents, anybody, Change the values that you're instilling into our kids. And what I mean, what do we mean? If, If you don't have kids, anybody you come in contact with, have a positive outlook. Parents, we can't expect to raise our children to be different from this world if we're not ourselves. We can't, we can't expect us, I can't expect me to stand up here on Sunday mornings and preach God's words if I'm living a different life outside of here and my girls expect them to follow suit and be in church for the rest of their life. I can't, I can't put expectations on them that I can't deliver myself. My team will tell you that I don't ever give them any expectations. I'll never ask them to do anything I wouldn't do myself. In the same way with this, we can't expect to raise our children to be different if we're not different ourselves because if we don't teach them and we don't train them up and we don't put instill things in their life, the world's going to, and then you're going to have these people and these role models out there that are doing these provocative dances and people are going to say, this is okay. And I'll just tell you that, that my daughter likes, um, ah, shoot, what's her name? Jojo. Jojo just come out as being LGBT, whatever it is this week. Uh, and, 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 and so, And and of course, they don't understand. And so we have very carefully monitor exactly what she's watching and what she's doing and trying to, to steer that path away from her. Because that's not what we believe. We don't believe that's what God's intent is for a man and a woman. We don't believe that's what God instilled when he had creation. We believe in the core values that what God has spoken through the Bible and what he spoke in in Genesis and what he spoke and said, I created man and I created woman and I created them to unite in marriage as one. And why am I telling you? It's because I see these role models that our kids are looking at. I see them, and it makes me heart my heartbreak. We, I mean, it's, and it happened when I was growing up. I looked at people that that I seen when I was growing up, and I look at their lives, and I was like, "Man, wasn't they on the Disney Channel? Wasn't they? What, I mean, people that I seen, and I was like, "Man, these are cool peeps. What these people, man they they seem to have a good life, but Hollywood took them. And changed them because they wanted to fit in. And I want to encourage you guys: don't try to fit into this world. Because if you don't, if you if you don't set yourself up to be different, they're going to suck you in, and they're going to form you to what they want to form you into. And they're going to form you to what they believe is right. And as most of you know probably isn't the right path so I encourage you to be growing role models to change yourself so the next generation and their coming up can be different if you guys don't mind if you'll stand with me this morning so I want to encourage you today to follow Jesus and have the creations and be be in your heart to have the courage to be different and I want you all to do that and it's going to be my prayer here in just a few minutes that, that you will be different And anytime you have to do anything, ask yourself and reflect on it. Hey, is this good? Should I be doing this? Who's it going to affect if I decide to go down this path? If I go down the path with my friends, am I going to lose my life? Am I going to lose my relationship with God? Or if I don't go down the path and I decide to go down the path of God, will I lose friends? Well, maybe it's time to cut ties. But let's pray today. Let's be different. Father God, I want to thank you so much for this day. Thank you for everybody that's here in person, God, and on our online campus watching. And God, people that may watch this replay later on on our podcast or on YouTube, God. God, I pray for them to be different. God, I pray that we can restore the value in our lives. God, I I pray that, that this country can restore the godly biblical values and beliefs that were written In your holy word, God. God, I pray for this generation, this lost generation that's so much, it's got, the the devil's got us all distracted, God. And God, we're so, they're trying to teach us to fit in, God. But God, help us to be set apart to be different. God, I pray for the enemy to be bound up. And I pray for Hollywood, God. God, as they're trying to publicize these things and and raise up another generation that's ungodly, God and saying these things are okay. God, I pray against those things in the name of Jesus. God, help us as individuals to be whether we have kids, we don't have kids, where whether we uh, are, are role models, God to to you know our siblings or whoever God, whoever we come in contact with. God, help us. To bring values and, sh- and be different in their eyes and be people they can look up to. God, I want to pray over Israel today. God, bring peace and comfort to their town and their city, God. God, we put a hedge of protection around them today. Keep them safe, God. God, just let that peace right now come throughout that town and that city. God, if somebody don't know you today, let them know all they had to do is say this simple prayer. Dear God, I'm a sinner. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for me. Forgive me of my sins. And God, help me to be different. God, when the crowd tries to tell me to fit in, help me to stand out and be different. your name I pray. Amen. Thank you again for joining in on today's podcast. We want to remind you, if you need special prayer, You can submit those by going to www.medicchurch.com. Scroll down just a little bit on the homepage. There's a prayer request form that you can fill out. Fill that out, submit that. Our team's standing by ready to believe that God's going to meet each and every need that is submitted. Join us back next time as we continue our different series with a message called Calling in a Dark World. Hope you have an incredible rest of your day, and we'll see you soon.